Bizzle. Jesse, a.k.a. The Bizzle. Oh, The Bizzle, thank you. <laughs> the Bizzle? Thank you, The Bizzle. Yeah. The Bizzle. All right, ladies and gentlemen of the Bizzle cast. Well, I am here with my boy Ethan at the end of 2018 recording the final Awkward Controllers video game Bizzlecast podcast. Ethan, this will come out definitely early 2019. So happy new year, buddy. Happy new year. <laughs> you can't fault me for a Monday New Year not releasing. I mean, I don't. Happy New Year. Who, who's downloading uh, my podcast on the thirty first of December? Let's be honest. They, people have uh, bigger concerns, like getting wasted with their friends. Probably. Mm-hmm. Probably. So, um, Eth, we are going to do a wrap up, and we did this last year. In fact, last year. We had already been going a month or two. We did predictions for the Game Awards, and then we did a breakdown of the Game Awards, and then I think we even ended up fitting in a just overall end-of-the-year podcast. So, guys, today uh, we're going to um, save the actual Video Game Awards for the main and final section because they were neither particularly surprising nor particularly interesting nor, Ethan... Uh, without getting too much on this topic yet, I think we can agree 2018 wasn't a bad video game year, but I think it was a year that speaks to what I've been saying, that this generation of consoles has not produced the best games of all the generations. Let's just say that. We, we agree on this, and like, a lot of people go back and say, yeah, 7th generation, 360, PS3, definitely better. Yeah. Yeah, definitely better. And adding the Wii to that too, like, oh yeah, definitely a better Super NES, Super NES, and then PS3, Xbox 360. Absolutely, yeah. Yeah. I've never played a Wii game in my life, so I I can't speak to it. Um, but it it certainly was a sensation. It it was it it was definitely really good. I can tell you that. So, Eth, we thought that it might make sense to start with a couple just hilarious news stories about failures by companies that are mostly not failing, like um, Sony, uh, but it failed spectacularly. Companies that I have been saying are going to fail spectacularly, like Bethesda, and it finally happened. Uh, And, of course, me being a sap, I even feel bad about it, uh, even though I called it. Um, and a couple other of news stories. So we'll get a couple of those oh, just funny uh, anecdotes um, uh, up out the front. Then we'll get into your and I games that we played this year the most, of which most were either computer games or not involved in the 2018 release schedule. And then we will talk about the video game awards uh, to the degree that we can. Does that sound like a plan? Anything you want to add um, before we jump into a couple news stories? No, I'm just I'm I'm ready to talk about this year as a whole. Well, do and, you have do you and, have and, just a general you, feeling about uh, uh, that you want to share before we get into the specific stories? I'm feeling. I don't know how to feel about 2019 yet. I haven't seen. They haven't shown us enough yet that I'm willing to be like. We know yeah, there's like, no PS5 introduction at E3. Yeah, that's the one thing we know. I will definitely say, like, I will definitely say that I'm super excited to 
see what Microsoft does this year because this is kind of like this is their shot to do something. Well, and because the uh, the the other side, Sony, is already killing it, so that's not exciting whatsoever. Yeah, and and but it's also important because I'd like I'd like to see some competition coming from Xbox finally because that just means better games for all of us, no matter what. Yeah, consoles for all of us, no matter what. So, oh yeah, I'm I'm super excited to see where this goes. Yeah. Um, we should probably lead right in with uh, the PlayStation Classic, yeah? Yeah. Um, so um, I would say that none of the releases have been perfect uh, from the various companies. This was the worst. Um, but Nintendo was not free from problems. They didn't make nearly enough of the first printing of the Classic NES. And then there was complaints about how short the cables were, like maybe shorter than they were in the '90s, which seems impossible. Yeah, yeah it was. They were using like six foot cables instead of ten foot cables, or something like that. And then, of course, there's the emulator issue, which we won't go into because you and I have addressed that before. But it's yeah. path- it's pathetic that I mean, people would happily pl- pay a hundred to hundred and fifty dollars to have access to all the games, right? So. Yeah. And they're not making yep. money on, you know, I mean, who is playing Link to the Past right now? Which I think is the best Zelda game. Yeah. So go ahead. So it, Nintendo definitely didn't have it, didn't make the perfect retro console creation, right? Mm-hmm. But it's kind of, it, it makes it look really good when you're selling your play, when you're selling the PlayStation Classic for not only. $30 more than what your competitor is selling it for, sure. but you're also selling it with questionable games that shouldn't necessarily be on there, right? Sure. Because uh, the speculation was, well, they didn't want to put Crash on there because they made Crash Bandicoot Insane Trilogy as a remake. They didn't want to put Spyro on there because they remade Spyro and put it out on the PlayStation. So those were classic games that were evidently missing from the list. On top of that, GTA... Two was it? I can't remember whether it, there was a Grand Theft Auto game on there, and it was just no. Like, it was three was the first fully three D one, so I'm assuming it's three. It's probably three. People were really questioning why that was there because it, it kind of just seemed like right. oh, it's Grand Theft Auto game. Let's put it on there. So right. there, there were questionable games on there to begin with. So right. that 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 was part of the issue. But it got really insulting when uh-huh. you could literally load up all of these games onto an any SNES classic and the SNES actually runs these games better than the PlayStation. Right. This is the Donkey Kong Country thing that we've talked about. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And it's 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 just kind of a little insulting. It's like, wait, so you sold us a more expensive product with less desirable games and they actually run better on and just emulate them on this thing and it run better. That sounds great. I, 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 not only do I not disagree with anything you said, but I took one l- l- uh, l- look at the list of the games and just the tepid marketing campaign and so forth. And let's just during, like, during primetime NFL football, might I add? Yeah. Um, but tepid in the sense of just uninspired, you know, even yeah. if they were dropping money. But, Although that tra- that trailer was pretty cool, I might add. Sure, um, but Ethan, you're you know you're not a um, how do I say this? I'm not a big Sony guy now. No, this is not where I'm going at all. Oh, okay. Yeah, you, you are a philosopher, but you're not like a traditional academic philosopher. But no. when I say the term philosophical bedrock, 
you understand what I'm saying, which is whenever you're dealing with a philosophical issue, you need to do what like any building company does when they're preparing to build a skyscraper, which is dig down as far as you can possibly dig. And when you can't dig anymore, then start to look around and, and see what's going on. Meaning... I think the philosophical bedrock is the PS1 was not a great system, didn't have great games, the polygonal, you know, universe they introduced seemed revolutionary, but even dumb at the time, Yeah. and while it ran, you know, Final Fantasy VIII pretty well or whatever... I remember specifically seeing the graphics from Tomb Raider and some of the other games as a computer gamer when the PlayStation came out and being like, you're telling me I'm going to give up my $2,500 gaming rig for this? Uh, I do not think so. I'm going to play Quake 3 Arena instead. Um, so, uh, do you, did you agree with me though, that yes, it's bad that they weren't able to get certain games, but the bottom just, line is it, it just, it just, until the just PS2, they didn't really take off. The, when the best thing you're playing is Metal Gear Solid 2 on the PlayStation classic, oh and, and, and don't, don't get me wrong, people who love that series, like great series, great sure. game, but yeah, yeah. Like, 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 it's just miss. It's missing so much. Whereas your direct competitor is clearly succeeding you in so many ways. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. By the way, I just fi- this was going to come up. You know, I, I finished uh, Horizon Zero Dawn again after playing Witcher, which was a direct comparison I wanted to do that I'm going to talk about later. But I looked at all the credits, and the very first special thanks credit uh, for Horizon is. Um, kojima yeah because he was such a supporter from the beginning and supposedly is making a revolutionary game for sony that we may or may not never see see but go ahead buddy yeah um so so, and and so now the playstation classic is sitting nice at 40 dollars or 60 dollars that you can purchase because everyone realized wait a second i'm not gonna buy this and they cut the price like they did for so many games this holiday season to try to sell it um, here's the issue. Here's my problem. This goes against brand strategy, which is that we are okay. So maybe the Xbox one looks the best, but when you combine our price point, the amount of games we have and the quality of games we have technologically, the PS4 is the best console system out there. TV right. system obviously so why put out your shitty games from your shitty first version when you're already dominating the market i'm not saying they're not greedy but this stinks of bad financial decision it just it well what it stinks of is it's just they want to get a slice of the pie and they they made a bad first step at it mm-hmm. and when the ps2 classic comes out which i guarantee you it will uh, they better load that baby up with at least double the amount of games that are considered like grandmaster classics. Like, just you know, you know the name of these games mm-hmm. uh, from the PS2. You just like, and so it, come it, up it, with it, a reason for release that's not just a poorly conceived money grab. 
just do me uh, do me a solid. You can take a second. It doesn't mean you believe this theory. Uh, just help me understand what other reason other than thinking you're going to make money. So let's say, okay, maybe there is another reason. Can you come up with one? If you can't, that's fine. No, I mean, like the the, the, the rich, the retro consoles are clearly a, a grab at people who want to cash in on that nostalgia and want to play but some older PS1 games. PS1 nostalgia while is illegal. nothing compared to the NES and the SNES. I mean, it's not even close. I, I don't know what to tell you. I don't know what to tell you. It's Sony. In fact, like, like, the SNES is less desirable because you can get most of those games exactly the same or slightly remastered on the portable systems of Nintendo, and yeah. they play great. I mean, yeah. I'm always ra- raving about Chrono Trigger on the old DS, you know? Like, yeah. I, like that's a game I'll constantly break out. Um, you know, whereas the NES games, it's, you know, like Mega Man, what, one through six, one through nine were all on the NES? Yep. Mm-hmm. I think. Have you played Mega Man 11? I have not. I heard it's great, though. Okay. I heard it's, I, I heard it's one of those good, like, in this, in the, in the direct contrast opposition to Mighty Number no. 9, Mega Man 11 is a true to its faith. Mm-hmm. Good old, mm-hmm. this is a terrible bullshit level designed to continue to make me play this game forever yep. until I beat it. Yep. Mega Man game. Yep. So that, that that's good to hear and bad to hear in different aspects I, of game design. But yeah. Can I introduce the next top the next topic? I know you know what it is and why is I want to introduce is it. Is it the I'm introducing it. I'm okay. introducing it. Well, how am I supposed to know if it's if you don't let me say it? Because well, I don't want you to ruin it. But after that, I do want you to finish the the early news stories with uh, either a positive story or a positive trend or something, and then we'll get into our games, if that's okay. Sure. So, you think I hate Bethesda. But the reality is, I, I love Bethesda's ginormous uh, fantasy and sci-fi imagination I just think they have the worst programmers and coders per capita on the planet. And all of their games are buggies on all their systems. And I've experienced it in every game and every system. And Ethan, what is the best Fallout game? Because you replayed it and we're going to get to it. But we're bringing it right now. What is the best Fallout game? Fallout New Vegas. And why which is it which the wasn't best? Even made, it wasn't even made by Bethesda. Was it made by Bethesda? <laughs> it was made by Obsidian, who also made Pillars of Eternity. And, right, it was made and by... Com- and, and they're making a new game, which looks incredible. Yeah, And the lead writer was John Gonzalez, who was the lead writer on Horizon Zero Dawn, yeah. which I'm going to get into later, a comparison of the narrative brilliances, the different narrative brilliances of Horizon Zero Dawn and The Witcher 3. Um, and which one takes the crown? You might be surprised to hear my answer. Uh, but no doubt the main plot in Horizon Zero Dawn is amazing. Um, they brought him on somewhat late in, in Zero Dawn. You can tell because the side missions are of nowhere near of the quality you would expect in New Vegas or, or The Witcher or something like that. Um, but the main storyline is, is so scary and spectacular. Um, and yeah. 
Story, a different studio, Pillars of Eternity, a game I've played a ton and I love because it's like an old school Baldur's Gate, Icewind Dale, RPG, tons of stats, Dungeons and Dragons, baby. Great stuff. Dude, Fallout 76 sounded like a pyramid scheme to me from the beginning and it, it... I mean, can you let the listeners know your interpretation of the level of disaster of this project? Or maybe it's not as bad as I think it is. No, no, it's it's as bad as you think it is. Okay. I mean, I didn't think it was a pyramid scheme from the beginning. I expected more of Bethesda. This is by far the biggest embarrassment Bethesda has ever seen, period. Just, just it, It's a complete and utter failure. Um, like... I, I could I could talk for an hour about Fallout seventy six alone, but to put it simply and bluntly, mm-hmm. it, like it, they they tried something, yep, and it did not work. Look, because I'm, because they ship yeah. not not only did they try to ship a product that was made as a live service yeah. games as we've talked about a bunch of times. Yeah, examples would be Destiny. Yep, on Sea of Thieves, which is now great by the way. Yep. Um. Arc Survival. Assassin's uh, Creed tries to do Warframe, it, but you can tell him to fuck off. Yeah. Warframe. Um, a- a- AC. Tom Clancy, AC, whatever AC, it's AC called. AC Unity yeah. was an example of that. Yeah. Um, yeah, luckily in Origins and Odyssey, they seem to have taken The Division. It, so many so many games today. Yeah. Uh, Anthem, Anthem will be one of those games. Yeah. So, and, and they, they try to ship it like that, and the idea is you're playing Fallout, mm-hmm. but... It's in an open world environment mm-hmm. where other pl- there are no NPCs. NPCs yep. do not exist. Yep. All side quests are told from the standpoint of a last minute. Oh, I died, so here's yep. my audio dialogue. Mm-hmm. And uh, you, the the whole selling point on the game is: mm-hmm. oh, you're gonna have to build a group in the wasteland mm-hmm. and play together. Mm-hmm. to survive and then take over the map against other players and yep. while still progressing in an RPG system, which is already conflicting enough, but okay, okay. so be it. Okay. It, it's worked before. Hold okay. on, hold on. Let me finish. Let me finish. Okay. Let me finish. No, I, you're you're going to have plenty of time to finish. I just want to take in a different direction, but go ahead. This is what they do. Okay. Instead of saying... Make buggy pieces okay. of shit and sell it for $60? Besides that. Okay, so instead of instead of okay, let's just have people run around in an open world system so they can potentially kill each other, and that creates these sense of danger and wilderness that would make an atmosphere in a game such as Sea of Thieves, such as PUBG, such as any battle royale game, anything like that, right? Which makes which has been pretty popular in recent years. Instead, they say, okay, we're gonna let one person shoot another person. Yep. But if that person doesn't attack back, yep. they never damage each other. Okay, okay, let's step back, 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 step back. What is the primary reason that Fallout 76 failed out so bad in the PC market that they literally had to retreat like the Confederate army at Gettysburg? I mean, th- this game had problems. But in no, the specific. Ba- it, like- Be specific. I, it's a, it clear, clearly it looks like a fast cash grab. That's what it looks like, and no, they could no, decide no, on what they wanted to make. No, Ethan, specific. Yes, that is specific. No, no that's not cash grab. Is not specific. Are, are we talking about gameplay? Are we talking about bad audio dialogue? It's like all of it. It's all of it. it's literally all of it. 
Like there's no way there's bugs. no one thing you can point at. Bugs. No. The bugs are the the bugs are the sprinkles on top of the issue. Ethan. The bugs are the sprinkles on top of the issue. Ethan. If the I, game was fun, people would play it. Okay. Look. I'm going to give you plenty of props uh, during this podcast, but I want you publicly to give me props for predicting that this was going to happen to Bethesda because honestly, I'm not nearly the Nostradamus that I would like to think, and I make plenty of bad predictions, but I make some good, like really on predictions every year, usually having to do with actors and actresses, not video games. So this is one I'm actually proud of, but again, I almost feel bad because to me it was so obvious that they were about to fail. Now, I will say, Ethan, I didn't think it was Fallout 76. I thought it was going to be Anthem or what? No, not Anthem. What? That's Microsoft. I thought it was going to be um, Elder Scrolls 6 was going to be the where they really skyrimmed to a ridiculous degree. So th- I will admit that this happened a little earlier than I thought, but you know, ever since I've known you, I've said I, I like Bethesda's imagination. I think they're a shit company and a shit group of programmers. And and, I, and, and yeah. this game shows that for, for once. And l- l- let me, let me Can they recover? Up. Can they recover? Let, 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 they'll, they'll recover because they, they'll have to, okay. but let, 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 let me, let, let me, let me let me tell everyone the reason why you're correct, okay, and then explain what Bethesda has to do or it's do or die. Yeah. All right. So Jesse is right. Whether he predicted it correctly or not, it doesn't matter because what and when Jesse says there's a bunch of buggy stuff in Bethesda game, that that right. leads to maybe not. I don't know whether it's the programmers or not because I don't know them. But what I can tell you is, is that the creation engine is such an outdated piece of crap that it should not be used for any game ever and it is the backbone reason why the bugs exist mm-hmm. why fallout 76 was a massive failure no one okay. even knew what it was and so when it sucked it was like why would anyone spend time on it the reason is so it's it's so old and it's it's just it's a bad engine. It's a completely bad engine. We talk so much about how uh, Destiny's engine held back, or uh, uh, how Activision and EA back when um, games like Destiny and Dragon Age Inquisition were coming out, that why they didn't want to make a new engine because they weren't sure that phones weren't going to take over the console market, right? That's true. So they made they made the game on an old engine, that way it could be played on the older consoles, but then still be brought up to the new consoles so that they could still in case that didn't happen. I and believe that Sony's history since the PS4 was released proves that they were actually planning for the future because they were funding God of War, Horizon, Uncharted, all of these games years before the PS4 even came out. And, and, and that that's fine, but that's besides my point, more or less, which is that the publishers screwed some games over, right? And they keep using these outdated engines that they keep using to pump out $60 games, which mm-hmm. look worse and worse every year, mm-hmm. not, because, not because they are badly programmed, badly made. It's because they put so much the, – the, the developers have to put so much time and effort into making the games look good on newer hardware – that when a guy a game that comes out that had love, passion, a new engine, time and effort put into it, e.g. Witcher, 
Zelda, uh, uh, Uncharted 4, Doom, like, 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 or not Doom, but Doom to a certain extent. Yeah. Like, 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 you, when you, when, when you direct compare one of the, the, just older games look bad and Fallout 76 should be the last game Bethesda ever releases with the creation engine for that reason alone, because it came out looking like that. How it looks. Just, just, just mm-hmm. look up Fallout 76 glitches or so, bug, 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 bug I, errors. I got to step in there here. There was literally a bug that deleted in. the entire fucking game as yeah. from the beta mm-hmm. on PC. How on mm-hmm. earth? Mm-hmm. So having worked in music and entertainment industry, I can smell bullshit a mile away because <clears throat> I dealt with so much fucking bullshit in the entertainment industry. And... If you watch uh, the no clip uh, documentaries uh, on the making of some of these games, they did Fallout Four, they did Horizon, they did Witcher, uh, they did some other games. You know, covering the the creative process, interviewing the people in charge. Uh, they've interviewed um, uh, Neil Druckmann uh, a ton. You know, who's done Uncharted and Last of Us and so forth, and. When you listen to uh, Herman What's-His-Face, who runs uh, Gorilla in the Netherlands, and you listen to Neil Druckmann, who runs Naughty Dog, and you listen to some of these other creative people, and then you listen to the people in charge of Bethesda, the Bethesda people are most are run by money people. Like, I can just smell it. I can tell. They don't really get what's going on. Neil Druckmann is in the studio 16 to 18 hours a day with Ashley Johnson and Troy Baker and so forth doing these recordings. I mean, they're working their asses off. I, I just don't think Bethesda works that way. And, 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 and I, I want to reinforce your point because on a fundamental game design level and the japanese by the way would never do that bullshit not that every japanese game is good but the great you know kojima and the nintendo guys like they would never ever settle for shit like that on a fundamental level game design like i don't even understand how the how the designers in the room thought that this would work in what reality this because they're full of yes men because and this is what's so interesting when you watch the no clip videos of uncharted and horizon is that they specifically surrounded themselves with no men and no women (laughs) people who were in the minority and said i I don't think this is going to work and People like Neil Druckmann and, and, and those in charge took that to heart and, and would radically, I mean, they they threw out tons of Uncharted 4. I mean, it looked like Uncharted 4 luckily sold a ton of copies, but it looked like it was going to lose money for a while because of how mm-hmm. many times they were redoing it. But that, but that's like, you know, with Han Solo, like they fired the Han Solo directors because the movie was going to be shit. And then they got Ron Howard, who's won a million Academy Awards and he made a pretty good movie. You know, like they probably lost money, but the product ended up being good. Bethesda is full of yes men who are patting themselves on the back. It's like Marvel, right? Like Marvel gets great Rotten Tomato score with every single movies. At some point, the Marvel movies are going to start getting not good ratings and 
and uh, you know things are going to go south very quickly. Mean how every Marvel movie is the same movie, the same movie, and they don't even look good. Captain Marvel, like Doctor Strange two, Spider Man, who fucking cares? I you have know? no interest in seeing Marvel after those trailers. Captain yeah. Marvel after those trailers, it doesn't no, look appealing. Bad. No, it looks terrible. I'm going to go see it, but it doesn't look appealing. No, but you see what I'm saying, right? Like, the, yeah. yeah. Like, Steve Jobs did this great. Steve Jobs would insult your mother, your cat, your wife, call you a, a worthless piece of shit, but at the end of the day, he might take your idea uh, and, and, and utilize it. Uh, so he surrounded himself actually with people who disagreed with him, even though he was an asshole to them. Bill Gates is a, has a mixed record on this. Bethesda surrounds themselves with yes men, as far as I can tell from the interviews and the videos I've seen. And surrounding yourself in any creative industry, my man, even and especially video games, with yes men who just say yes because you're the king because of Skyrim is not going to lead to anything good. And, and it's really funny, too, because like this only seems to happen with Fallout. And with Elder Scrolls. It hasn't happened with Elder Scrolls yet. Uh, actually, no, scratch that. It yeah, has, Skyrim! It, ha- it was a disaster! No, 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 no not, not with Skyrim, no. No, with Elder Scrolls Online, it did when it first launched. It failed to captivate the PC audience. It did great on console for whatever reason, just because the console market didn't have that, something like that yet. I couldn't get but, past the first mission in three completely different right, runs. But, but, Jesse, your your experience is an anomaly different from others. But it's not an anomaly because I've read so much about how buggy Bethesda is. The bugs you experience versus I played the original Elder Scrolls on PC, and unless you had the best rig possible and got lucky, you were fucked. Trust me, this has been going on since the beginning of Bethesda and the Elder Scrolls. Oblivion, for some reason, was not super buggy, but every uh, Morrowind and the other games are ridiculously buggy. So I, I don't know what to say. I mean, I love that they helped pioneer the open world environment and, you know, d- creating your own story. But they started to think that their bugs were funny and that they didn't even want well, to address did. them. Everybody no, no, did. no. But they specifically said, like, oh, this is part of the charm. And you can only get away with that for so long. Yeah. And I predicted the fucking shit out of this, that this was going to happen. And fuck Bethesda. And I feel I, I don't feel bad for people who pre-ordered and had to go through shit because you were living on some deluded fucking cloud nine to think this thing was going to work I would, out. I, I would say if you pre-ordered the game and you still bought it after the two weeks of the beta mm-hmm. that was showing off, I feel really bad for you. But what's the difference? Oh, no, you, bought, you bought into a bad product. You just yeah. did. And like the, the, the signs were there, but it, 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 yeah. sorry. Sorry, you should have canceled your pre-order. You well, Ethan, go. this is a good transition into some and of now, the games. And, and, now the, and now the game is $30. By the way, two, two weeks after launch, the yeah. game was $30, which is yeah. really bad because Shadow of the Tomb Raider put it – Cut, cut its price down to forty dollars after a month. Yeah. So if Shadow of the Tomb Raider so did, did Dragon that, Quest. The fact that you did it after two weeks is really telling. So, so there's that. So yeah. I, I, I think we've killed Fallout seventy six here. All right, buddy. So we're about to get into two games which actually have gotten way better. 
um, because it's been the reverse process where Sea of Thieves and old and um, No Man's Sky actually had clean, interesting, complex, and beautiful engines that just had no content, and now that they're filling out the content, it's starting to get interesting. But you have another example of a complete uh, face flop uh, thrown in front of a school bus at a 1,000 miles an hour type situation. So go go ahead. Yeah. Uh, So during the Game Awards, this oh my god incredible trailer was playing i don't i don't know if you watched it or not but this no. this trailer looks so beautiful and so like incredible it, it made me want to play this game immediately it was called atlas the game is called atlas and it's from the same people who make arc survival now if you don't know anything about arc arc is an early access steam game which was the first early access game to ever release DLC, if I'm correct in saying that, hmm. uh, for its game before it was before it was released. Hmm. Um, now it saved its project. It, or, and our survival evolved. A lot of people have followed our survival. If you're one of those people who really likes just hopping into a server and saying "sup guys" and starting from zero and then working your way up and then becoming the powerhouse and running like really. A lot like role like if that you like sandbox and role playing games, not me, people. Just so you know, I never played. I never played one of these games actually. Uh, I might like it. I don't know. No, but, but you're you, super competitive with the multiplayer, and I could give two shits. I, I could. I could probably get really into it if I was like really trying yeah. to role play it. Yeah, it's 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 server role play. It's sandbox role play. Sure. Uh, and people like that. Some people don't. Um, it has it has its niche community. Yeah. Now they released this game, and. First, it was delayed. Then it was delayed again. Then it was delayed again. Then it was open, but only to streamers and content creators. Mm-hmm. So that they could test their, quote, as advertised, 40,000 people playing server. All right? And it was it, – it looked really good. It was so hyped up. And, it, and by, by the way, this was like a 10-day window that we knew about this game before it was live for people to play. Mm-hmm. Right? And it is a complete and utter disaster. Like I said, Ark is an early access game. It doesn't look great. It's not gonna. It doesn't look good. Things are janky. You kind of gotta. Kind of. You gotta like the gameplay to play that type of game as well. It looks abysmal. Mm-hmm. It looks. It literally looks like they just copy pasted Ark mm-hmm. and then put some pirate hats and pirate ships in the game, mm-hmm. and that's Atlas. Because it's 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 a pirate MMO yep. with fantasy elements. Can I can I just run a number by you real sure. quick? Um, by 2017, the 2004 originally released World of Warcraft has made over 10 billion dollars that we know about. Yeah, uh, and is still making money. And you know what's crazy? If you go to Wikipedia and search world and don't write anything else, you get the world, World War Two, World War One, World Population, World of Warcraft, and then World Wide Web, World Health Organization, and World mm. Trade Center. I mean, nice. yeah. that's how popular it is. And, yeah. you know, I suck Blizzard's dick. The bottom line is I haven't been thrilled with StarCraft 2. 
uh, in a lot of ways, but they have just done it so well from the beginning. And everyone who says they're going to reinvent the online experience, I immediately dismiss as a charlatan because no one's done it that's talked that way. Yeah, right? I mean, it, it, the, the, the next closest thing you get are the popular MMOs uh, and Destiny. So, like, like it's it's really hard to – no one will ever kill WoW until WoW is dead. It, 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 it just – as long as WoW has over one million subbed people concurrently, it, WoW will just never die. Why? And Why doesn't WoW die? Why do even streamers who criticize Blizzard constantly, whenever there's a new expansion or release, they're immediately on it again? Because WoW is Big Brother. Yeah, I don't agree with that. You don't have to. One million cons- subbed concurrence. The largest subscription it, platform in the world. Yeah, it's the perfect. It's the perfect distillation of stats based until until until, until, ne- until Netflix releases that that movie Choose Your Own Adventure game because then technically Netflix. Uh, largest, no, but. actually, it's going to be in 2020 when Disney takes all their properties back from Netflix, TBS, and everybody else. And they sell Disney Plus for like four ninety nine, and everybody in America is gonna buy it because it's Disney, and it, you get every fucking movie you ever wanted. That wasn't that wasn't the point I was making, but okay, yeah. Well, no, because I've been accused of defending Disney constantly. No, no, no. What, and what I was being say, Big Brother. No, what I was saying is is that Netflix has that movie that's coming out with the Choose Your Own Adventure no, thing going on. I understand on. that, but this and is the mobile games thing again, and why Nintendo Switch is brilliant, and we'll get back to Switch later. Wait, 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 wait. No, that's not what I'm saying at all. That's not what I'm saying at all. Stop, stop. What I was saying is, is that WoW has the most sub-concurrent, and so if Netflix makes a puts a game on but their platform, not, they have is, the most sub-concurrent. No, you stop, because again, you're not giving me the details. You say you're giving me the details by saying they have the most sub-concurrent. The details is why. Because they like WoW. I don't know. I don't, I don't like WoW. I don't know why people sub to WoW, because they like WoW. That's it. Because it's a community experience. It's it, it's a it's, guild-based it's, community experience where you form long-term relationships with people, good, evil, and otherwise. And that's not what you get with fucking shooters where it's like, show up, boom, 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 dun, dun. Come up, boom, boom, dun, dun, dun. It's just not the same experience. No, it's I, not. Not, not, I don't not think for, looter shooters or any first person uh, I would shooters on that are one. going to ever, ever get uh, the, the way the RPGs and yet another pathetic uh, result of Fallout 76 was it, the world was ripe for an alternative that did have some, you know, shooting aspects, but also had a lot of role playing aspects. And God, did they fuck it up? They fucked it up. I disagree about the community thing, but yes, the, the community is vibrant in WoW, and people enjoy play, playing it for that reason. Mm-hmm. It, it, it's, wow, WoW is an experience MMO. It's not Okay, a- let's do this. Let's do this. We've been going long enough. Let's get into the games we played this year, and let's start with all the multiplayer games you played. I'm not going to make fun of Destiny 2 because I keep hearing people saying it's getting better and better. But I probably will make fun of you for the rest of them. So start with your online multiplayer shooter games. 
Uh, the only one I played was Destiny this year. But uh, uh, well, and Black Ops. Black Ops. Black Ops. Black, Black Ops was good. So, so the the controversial thing with Call of Duty this year was that they removed the single player campaign. And you well, can no, no, no. At, you hold can, on, can, hold on, hold on. Can I clarify? Yeah. They let go of the bullshit lack of effort single player campaign that they haven't even put effort into for at least five to seven years. So right. they so, just so, got and, yeah. Right, right. And so so <laughs> you can look at that from two sides. You could say, I really like the the, the COD campaigns because they give me that no. sense infinity warfare, the, it's it's over. It's over. Bo- bo- boots on the ground feeling of yeah. a dumb shooter campaign. Mm-hmm. Or you can look at it as good. Like Jesse was saying, this was a terrible idea. Yeah. It shouldn't still happening. People, we've we've been through this again and again. I don't need another one of these. I can just go play an old one if I want to, right? So you land from both sides, and they said, "Well, we're going to remove the single player campaign because we're going to add in the battle royale mode because it's extremely hot right now." Mm-hmm. And lo and behold, it's very successful for the first time ever. COD actually, or Activision can actually I tell you the secret. Battle Royale is being mostly played by under 16-year-olds who have no money. Sure. And? Well, it's not sustainable because they're going to they're gonna get into a, a more advanced interest or just get bored of it. Oh, yeah, sure. Oh, yeah, sure. The, pro- the problem is, is that everybody and their mother has Fortnite installed on their phone, so it just keeps handed down generationally. I know because I see it with my kids at work because the brother – the the 11-year-old kid that I teach has the younger brother who's in kindergarten, first grade, and they're interested in Fortnite, so they want to grow up with Battle Royale. So maybe, maybe not. That's a different conversation. Mm-hmm. No, but but I, I I had a couple students, you know, just I was trying to make conversation with them, video games. Oh, Fortnite. Mm-hmm. Uh, what mode? Oh, what do you mean, what mode? The free yeah. mode. And yeah. I'm like, <laughs> oh, you never considered, like, paying a couple dollars to, like, have an actual, you know, experience? No, no. You know, it's like they don't give a fuck. Yeah. yeah. Which is pathetic because I was paying, I was playing Skyrim, Ultima, Wizardry, Might and Magic, the Crondor games by Raymond Feist, brilliant fantasy author. I was playing those level Skyrim Elder Scrolls games as a kid from like 12 to 16. It's, I, I feel so, so bad playing? for these kids that only play fucking shooters as teenagers but if it's not a big part of their life then do what you're gonna do i don't give a fuck well to, to answer to i i can point i can point three specific reasons because why you play Civ six different. you play civ six in breath of the wild as well that's why well, let me, but let me no no out. hold on hold on hold on okay. this, is, this is your first big compliment of the night it's your first big compliment of the night if if you only or mostly just played things like Destiny or Black Ops Four, we would not be doing this podcast. We'd probably still be friends, but we wouldn't be doing this podcast. But because you play so many heady games, it balances out. And I like you know I'm playing Assassin's Creed Origins right now. Like I have no you know I'm no one to say like don't have your guilty pleasure games. But if you can't balance them out with complex RPGs and complex strategy games, again I feel bad for you. Sorry, yeah. go ahead, buddy. It, the, the the three things that point to why the sixteen your numbers on the sixteen and under is playing Fortnite and Battle Royale is because mo- iPad, most because of, iPhone, well, 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 three blah, things blah. three things one number one Twitch was not a thing 
Yeah. For both for you, but as also not for me at, until I was. Oh, I watch and listen to Twitch all the time. By the way, you can uh, on the iPhone um, um, seamlessly shift between apps without having to get any special subscription with with the Twitch app. So I can listen Critical Role, which goes you know four to five hours a week of of D and D nonsense. I can listen to as a podcast without having to pay YouTube like fifteen dollars a month premium or whatever for oh, yeah, the same shit. So, so fuck you, YouTube. Keep it going, Twitch, baby. Sorry, go ahead. Yeah. Um, you mean Amazon? No, I'm kidding. Um, oh, and by the way, by the way, since I got my like three hundred kbps internet in my new place with the 5g and blah 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 um i haven't had one hiccup dozens of hours of broadcasting video games for no reason just other than just to do it uh have had not a single hiccup i know it's a 720p camera you know the playstation camera but with twitch who cares like i'm sometimes on the road not even watching in 720 right because data and just you know speed and connection and so forth yeah sorry, sorry go yeah ahead. um god so bless twitch I, is all i'm saying yeah, yeah, yeah. uh but like, like the, the reason the reason 16 hours doing is because of twitch and the whole internet media thing was not a big thing it was it was there for half of my life but not for yours in until now so th- that's part of it the pop culture thing when drake played with ninja and had 600,000 people watching him in one stream and completely shut down Twitch for like a half hour. Yeah, I like, don't understand the Drake the, the, thing. The, the, I think the, he's the a pop, good artist, but the, I don't understand. What, well, it was a pop culture thing. It bridged to... It, it, it bridged no, no, to I understand what it was. Sorry, that was just an offhand comment. Of, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't have anything well, I, against Drake, but uh, his music has never spoken to me. But anyways... Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Well, I, I'm, not a big, I'm not a big guy in that area, but... Yeah. Um, and so... So, so you have pop. Culture. By the way, random thought. Go ahead. You and I are going to be playing competitive Civ Six in a, a mere couple of weeks. I, I just had that thought and made me let's very start, excited. Let's start with a completed turn-based game. Anyway, um, yeah, no, I agree. I have nothing to say. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've, never, I've, never, I've never completed an online Civ game ever, just because we. We stop after like. Oh, why would you? Hours. Why would you? No, it's all about trying random stuff. Oh yeah, it's, yeah, a, have, it's about like, being like, like I'm gonna get no food. I'm gonna rob your food, and I'm gonna focus all on production and wisdom and stuff. You know what I mean? Like, who fucking cares? I, I, I do think. I do think they should have um, sleekified Civ V's look rather than go for the cartoonish look. Uh, but the actual game board looks pretty good. Why don't we transition into Civ Six? We'll keep sort of moving around the games here. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, can I? Can I finish? I'll, I'll just finish up Black Ops and then we'll move to. Oh, sorry. Yeah, yeah, we, we, I've we, already. This is me being an asshole. I had already dismissed it in my head that there couldn't be anything more interesting to say, but I, I, I trust you to say something interesting about it. No, I mean, I mean, like, it, it's a and huge And this step. is from a dyed in the wool modern warfare. You know how much I love modern yeah, warfare. Yeah. But no, I'm excited for specifically Call of Duty PC in the future. Yes. Because this is the first time they've ever, first of all, they moved from Steam to the to Battle.net. 
which is huge because the problem with PC Call of Duty in the past was you couldn't they weren't updating the game because of how much Steam royalty cost for adding updates and fixing bugs in their games. So that was a huge step for them because they don't know they no longer have to pay royalty. That's wait cool. a minute. You're saying that the system, the the personal computer system on which uh, all versions of the best uh, 3D shooters uh, have were invented and, and you might argue perfected, finally coming back to PC. I can't believe it took them so long. It, uh, these I can't games are so much better on PC with with mouse or or controller it's just better um it's 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 almost as if activision was making a killing on console they didn't want to come back yeah no no there's there are only two uh like you know best-selling commercial games that i have beaten on hard or harder like legitimately before one is call duty 4 which is modern warfare 1 which i played on a high level macbook years ago but with a mouse and and so forth um and the other was is tie fighter the star wars uh flight simulator 1996 1997 that game was amazing but i had a sick joystick setup peripherals man dude you don't know what it was like to go to the computer store thinking you're getting a computer game and you see a joystick and the flight stick for your left hand for like uh speed and so forth you know like 150 dollars you're 13 years old I, i mean that's just like the coolest thing and i that's why i keep I know I'm jumping all over the place, but I have to ask again, 2018, a year of no production or um, uh, evolution of peripherals whatsoever, uh, which is funny because Nintendo tried it early with the pad and the bazooka and so forth, and it, it didn't work, but they were at least ahead of the curve and thinking about it. Don't yep. you agree that there's a peripheral problem? Because honestly, man, the reason Horizon Zero Dawn has spoiled me is because it is the only game other than maybe uh, some of Uncharted where uh, your hands feel one with the controller and with the game, and you're not fighting the controller, and you're not fighting the game. Yeah. Uh, I mean, and, and we, we should probably save this for after the year when we talk about like the future of 2019 and beyond on with the whole console market and everything else but the 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 next the next logical step is vr and it's just nowhere near perfect don't want it no no it's not because vr is like 3d i mean people see 3d movies but 3d televisions bomb no one wants a 3d i was forced to watch avengers 4 in 3d and i it did not feel good i I had a i had a better experience knowing the ending of the movie on my plane ride home yeah. where they actually blurt they, they didn't they didn't mute the F bomb, but uh-huh. they did they did blur out Chris Pratt holding up the middle finger. For whatever reason. Well the Guardians of the Galaxy are pissed right now because their Keeps director who is a kind of a good guy who just made some stupid jokes a couple of years ago, James Gunn, who directed Guardians of the Galaxy one and two 
got summarily fired by Disney, who is normally a super, super liberal corporation. Just watch the Star Wars movies. It's all about like lib- liberal uprising against conservative, you know, uh, monarchy and stuff like that. Uh, but, but, but they fired James Gunn for, for like unclear reasons. Uh, so yeah, that's, that's again yeah. another bad Disney situation. Yeah. Uh, moving on. Shooters out of the way. Uh, let's talk no RPGs. Skies, no Man's Sky and uh, no, no. Let's Thieves. before we get there. RPGs? Let's talk RPGs. Yeah. RPGs. First I, of I all, love Doctor Death. Okay. First of all, a, a remastered and heavily expanded upon Warcraft Three Reforged. I am so pumped about this dude i'm telling you i'm, I'm ready i'll buy it because I, I used is to make mods be spectacular oh my i God. used to make mod i made i made a mod scenario for warcraft 3 where it was like five nations of humanity to replicate the uh the last battle in lord of the rings versus versus a dick load of horde enemies and as soon as you attacked the front gate and destroyed it the a whole bunch of uh 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 what is it the um the, uh, the the robot the robot wheel things would come in from the side of the yes the, yes the yes field oh yeah in. yeah uh huh yep <laughs> yeah totally that, that that was a Warcraft three mod I made a long time ago it was really funny dude I have you played pumped. Hearthstone before Hearthstone I have, I, is so brilliant it's addictive and horrible but it's an absolute and everybody copies it I have played so many CCGs online on various systems. And they are all exactly like Hearthstone. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. Well, and, and and obviously that that was a direct ripoff of Magic the Gathering. That's yep. why I'm like I'm I'm super anti because by I the way, Black Magic, Ops so Four thirty eight ninety nine on uh, Blizzard a battle. That's not surprising. Now, that right now all of the big all the big companies slash their prices for the holiday season, which is a you big actually change. can get it for twenty nine ninety. Even yep. sorry, you can even get it for twenty nine ninety nine. Yep. 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 And you know why that is? It's because they're selling a bunch of microtransactions, so they know they can get away with the price slash so they get people in. That's the that that's the new yeah. methodology. It's because every game is going to have microtransactions, and every game is going to have a season pass. So they sell people on the game at a slash price during the holidays. They get them in with the micro. They they get them into the game. They like the microtransactions, and they want to keep playing more of the game, so they buy the season pass. See what's interesting is man. The obsession with loot almost killed, I mean, you could argue it did kill, but um, almost killed, for sure, uh, Diablo 3. With the auction house, and then they turn it around, yeah. But Blizzard, being Blizzard, man, they put it in the hands of the players and not themselves. Like, that's the sad thing. Like... You know, Diablo 3 didn't fail or almost fail because they were greedy. It was because they gave the players too much, too much control, right? In the situation. And, 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 and they made, and they made a terrible loot grind, but yeah. Yeah, but they weren't making that much money compared to modern loot grabs at all, dude. You know, you know no, that that's the case. No, but it's but, not even close. That the auction house, but the auction house faced a serious issue. The number one issue in any microtransaction system in video games, which is pay to win. Yeah, 
that 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 was the bigger issue. Anyway, we're getting off topic. I want to no. I want to stay. I, I want to get. I, I was going to say. I want to stay. Um, I, let's okay. Sure. Let's maintain in the orbit of RPGs. Sure. Uh, you uh, no. Oh, here's here's your next compliment. Well, uh, welcome to 2019. You were convinced that when I finally got over my admittedly non-existent actual issues about The Witcher, um, which I began to love immediately, you predicted that I would love that game. And I will say, man, I I, I, want to tease that I'm going to say which game is better, Horizon or Witcher. But the 100 hours of Witcher, uh, and I haven't finished the DLC, actually went faster than the 100 hours of Horizon. Um, however, part of that, uh, is because, um, <sighs> Horizon is, is emotionally a, a draining game. The Witcher is not. Witcher has great storytelling and amazing world building and characters and dialogue and writing and so forth, but it's not like a gripped on, on the seat, uh, edge of your seat, mm-hmm. um, and so forth. I love that about the best action RPGs, but dude, the Witcher storytelling was so good that the long speeches, I mean, a character, have you played it? Yeah, I played, I played about half of it. Okay. So you you know, the completely goofy cowardly, um, bard that he normally would never be friends with, but you can see why they're friends. uh, Dandelion or dandelion. Yeah. Dandelion actually is how it's supposed to be pronounced um, in Polish. That's how they do in the audiobook. Dandelion. But anyways, Dandelion, Dandelion. It makes so much sense The Witcher would be friends with someone like that. And so I loved... I was excited for that stupid quest, which which Life is Strange uh, actually stole. Uh, well, I don't know what year came around, but, but the... Uh, you knew you were going to take camera shots of of the script to make sure that you got the player at. You know what I mean? Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. But 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 you know, I I appreciate the the Witcher's world building, and I honestly have been listening to audiobooks and and reading legitimate uh, official Witcher books. And uh, the dude is I don't know if he's Tolkien, but he is close to Tolkien. And there's one other uh, fantasy writer who I consider among the best three to five ever, Raymond E. Feist, who I grew up on. Uh, but he also had a huge hit computer game in like the early 90s based on his r- ridiculously cool fantasy vision. Um, yeah, I haven't experienced it that much, man. And um, so you have, you have not finished uh, Witcher 3. No, I didn't. I, uh, I started playing it. That's so interesting. Crowd. There was no question. Like, well, well, once I, I, I got to five to six hours, I would, because I, Siri, his, his adoptive daughter, who's like half elf and has got all the powers and all the sexy but super funny and cool sorceresses, and the fact that Geralt is kind of the dummy and he knows it and he's fine being kind of the dummy is great. Like, I was not expecting that. Horizon, it's all Aloy. It's all Ashley Birch. I mean, Ashley Birch as Aloy makes the game 
I mean, she even plays her genetic mom from a thousand years ago. Spoiler alert if you haven't played it. It's the far future, and this is the rebuilding of, of Earth, and she's the genetic progeny of, like, the brilliant woman who saved humanity. Um, so she does that voice as well. Uh, does that make sense, man? Like, uh, yeah, yeah. I, I, Witcher had a, has a much more well-rounded cast in the sense that the character, like the it, it, when you're yes. playing Witcher, oh, you feel hugely. like it's a world. You hugely. feel like it's a living world, hugely. which is something they deeply em- emphasize in yep. uh, those type of games when you know they're critically acclaimed. Same way with Uncharted Four um, versus. When I was playing those four hours, of, I think Uncharted Four is maybe the worst Uncharted game, and I still love it. Ver- ver- versus when I was playing the four hours of Horizon Zero Dawn, it's just like you. It, 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 the it fact felt, that it, it took you four hours, you had no idea what was going on. That's a two and a half hour at most, and the last like forty five minutes to hours, like fighting robots and fucking bandits and shit. Yeah, I don't know why why that didn't sync with you, but I, hey. It was just exhausting to go through it. That's all. That's all. You don't care that much about story in your games. No, I do. No, you don't. You don't. Yes, I do. No. no. Okay. Yes, I do. Oh, no, hold on. Hold on. Hold on. I. It's not that you don't care. It's, okay. Sorry. That was unfair. It's not that you don't care uh, 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 about story. Um, it's that... The games that you love, story is an important but not the main or primary attractive point. And let me just read through the games, and I took the notes from our pre-talk. Black Ops 4, Destiny 2, I'll get back to that. Uh, no Man's Sky, <laughs> no story. Smash, no story. Don't, don't even try to sell me that Pokemon has a story. That's ridiculous. New Vegas definitely has a story. Octopath, uh, you might want to get back to that. And Monster Hunter, (laughs) after hours of watching streaming of Monster Hunter, I I could not tell of any real logic uh, of the people or the story going on. Uh, Maybe that's dictated of this year, but in general... Now, you did like Dragon Age Inquisition. I did. I did. I played through all of it, and I yeah. enjoyed the story. I can't remember most of it, but mm-hmm. it was a while ago. Uh, how about... I, I, mean, I could read my Steam list, if that would help, but... Uh, I mean, all the Borderlands games, uh, despite what you may think, I've said it a, again... That's anti-story, like Deadpool. It's toilet humor, but it's a story. Okay. No, no, no. I know it's not toilet humor. It's brilliant humor. But what I'm saying is... It's it's a satirical uh, piece in addition to a game the way Deadpool was. It's, it's a sure. Co- a huge compliment. I love Deadpool. Oh, okay. I wasn't sure if you were. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, despite, I'll say, I've said it and I'll say it again, mm-hmm. regardless if you've experienced it or not, which I don't think you have, but the Easter eggs among all of the Black Ops Zombies games creates a very interesting universal story between the events. That's that not a story. That's yes, world building. It's world building, which I love. But and there's a set of characters great. that you follow throughout. No, the a world story is the on. last of us or the better uncharted games. Like that's a story. You play as you don't like those games. That you, you don't play continue. uncharted. You don't play last of us. You don't play horizon. 
You don't play God of War. You don't play Spider-Man. These are all narrative games. You literally only listed games from the past five and a half years. You Breath that, of the right? Wild does not have a story. I'm sorry. Breath of the yes, Wild is not. I know yes, it, it has one, but it's not. It doesn't. The Witcher and Horizon have enough um, story uh, kind of oomph <laughs> uh, in substance to get you through 80 to 100 hours of, of gripping action and story. Um the, you know that that's just a rare thing. I look, I, <laughs> I, I only like story games. This is my problem. Like I can't enjoy most games because I love the games like Pillars of Eternity or Divinity: Original Sin. Man, you know it's it's hard. Portal Two, Xenoblade Chronicles Two. Uh, what was it? Um, can you Bayonetta? Just- Bayonet. Let, let me keep going because I, I've played plenty of story games. No, I want okay? you to put. I just want to put. I want you to put a pin in Xenoblade because I want to ask you about it. Okay. Um, what was it here? Pin. Uh, Octopath. As light as it is, it, it, it is, it is a sequence of events. Fuck it. Um, Octopath. All of the Fallout fall Three, Four, and New Vegas. Uh, Half Life. Scrolling down the list here. Stanley Parable. We play a little you bit of that. I love body. Stanley Parable. I oh, love even. Stanley Parable. I want to ask you about this. The greatest game design game ever. Okay. Yeah. The so, Blob. This is why you're a philosopher, and this is why you're on the show. For exa- exactly because you appreciate the brilliance of Stanley Parable. So Stanley Parable is, again, the Deadpool model, but taken to the furthest degree. So the question is, if you are having fun with the Stanley Parable, what is that saying about how you really feel about gaming and so forth? It means I understand the relationship between narrator, developer, and player. So you guys just don't read books. Like, the Stanley Parable is Kafka. Like, Kafka has numerous stories that unfold very similarly to the Stanley Parable of mid-level bureaucrats who nobody recognizes and everyone disappears and so so forth. Um, uh, (laughs) So, I appreciate it for that, but nothing happens in the game. I mean, it's a completely nihilistic, existentialist game where nothing really happens. But you love it, and, uh, and most I mean, well, people well, I listen on, to love, know this stuff. End up love in a it. different outcome. It's like based- Undertale. It's like Undertale and Stanley Parable, the two games that everybody loves. I have Undertale as well. I haven't played it yet, though. Um, what was it that I had? I was trying to. Why do you think I like? I some- Can I ask I you a question? Anyway, go ahead. Hollow Knight. Yes. Uh, this this is a psychological bizzle question, and so I always offer the hard pass on this type question. But you can make an easy connection to Zero Dawn. But why do you think people like me like games uh, like the Arkham games and Assassin's Creed, even though I don't consider myself like a Twitch jockey or whatever? Um, thoughts. You enjoy story and you enjoy Batman. 
I don't. I actually do give two shits about Batman. I just think the three Arkham games. The problem is the driving mechanic in a, in uh, the final game, Arkham Knight, destroys the game. The first two games on the PS3 are almost flawless uh, and are very story driven. Actually, I could give two shits about Batman, and maybe this is a good time to bring in Spider Man. What's your takeaway of? Very good critical reception, very good fan reception. It seemed like it was a good amount of time in New York with the Spider-Man game I'm talking about for PS4 exclusive, 35 to 40 hours if you wanted to model, you know, a lot of or most of Manhattan. Um, but as we talked about pre-show, man, is not in the top three selling games this year. Uh, we, we've already maybe talked about a couple of them. Um, what's your takeaway from the Spider-Man, like, kind of not a phenomenon? Uh, before I answer that, I want to add three more games to my list. What list? Persona 5. No, Persona 5 was last year. What are you talking about? Persona 5 you said, was no, a year and a half ago. I'm adding to my my roster of story games because apparently I don't play story games. And I don't care about story. Persona 5. Dude, I played six hours of Persona 5 and walked around the town and, and listened to a lot of dialogue. I don't want to hear about... You're, you're immediately hunting as a little girl in fucking Horizon Zero Dawn. Persona 5 is so boring. It's so boring. We clearly did not, say the, we clearly did not play the same game then if... What are, you, what are we whatever, talking whatever. about? What are we talking about? You 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 were you were going on about how I don't have story in my games, and I was trying to point out a bunch of games that clearly I've played story games. No, I, that's it, that, I keep not making that argument. My argument is it's not your top prior. It's not your number one thing. No, I think my number one thing is playing video games in general. Yes, it's gameplay. It, it, this this isn't a judgment or anything. I'm I'm saying the video game community is divided between people who have gameplay as their top thing and people who have narrative as their top thing. And I think it's cool that there's both, honestly. And that's why the games that do do both, in my opinion, like Horizon Zelda and Witcher, you know, d- d- deserve d- deserve to do so. That that's my only point, man. I, I I'm not. I, 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 yeah, I did not mean to say you don't care about story, um, but I do remember reading about Octopath and that you were so excited about it and, you know, and learning more about it. And I was like, eh, I don't know if I, I don't know if I see this working. <laughs> I really liked it. I will say that the story was. You don't like Final nowhere, Fantasy, which not, is so story heavy. Level. You, you don't. Not, you never played a Final Fantasy game. Final Fantasy is the most story heavy. That, that's what I was gonna say. That's what I was gonna say. Okay. Is that is that it's a Square Enix game, right? People expect that it's gonna be this god tier RPG that's gonna have story gameplay and a world that they love. And Octopath was a great stab in the dark at that. Mm-hmm. But unless you really live like it, unless you and unless. Unless you consider Octopath had great world and great RPG, but it was not necessarily a great story. Mm-hmm. Mainly, the, all the eight characters have their own mm-hmm. individual stories that they play out throughout your leveling experience of all eight characters, mm-hmm. right? And as you explore the world, but mm-hmm. what it doesn't do is 
have these eight characters give give these eight characters a reason to be traveling together right because one is a law-abiding chaotic uh, uh if this wasn't on nintendo you would not cleric. pay t- two cents attention to i that. love the spray work on this game actually it looked awesome but um that's true Maybe, that's true. Maybe, maybe well, I that's how it. I yeah. I mean, that's how I feel about Radiant Historia. I mean, I Radiant Historia played, is like that too. And I feel I feel that way about uh, Nino Kunai too, right? I would totally buy Nino Kunai. I want Nino Kunai it's too. It's on PlayStation. Can we I'm, split I'm like, it? Eh. Let's split it. I'll think about it. Eh. It's it's eh. supposed to be easy, but it's probably a fun story. From my from my understanding, it's like a more lighthearted world story. It's more yeah. lighthearted fantasy. Okay, than it is all right, Ethan, Ethan, Witcher. Ethan. Ethan. Yeah. Okay. Civilization Six. Mm-hmm. This franchise just does not know when to quit. No. Honestly, no. it's like I mean, Warcraft. It's it's Civilization, Starcraft, uh, World of Warcraft. I mean, there's there's not that many. No, I mean. 2K found its business model uh, a while back, but specifically with Civ Five, they, they found their business model with Civ from this point on, which is, hey, uh, we're going to sell you a game at full price, and then when you guys want us to change a lot of the things in the game, we're going to sell you a DLC that fixes all that. And they found their model, and that's what they do. That is what they do. Because Rise and Fall came out, 7 out of 10, 6 out of 10. Different reviews. People rated it different ways. People found I like it. I thought it was a good expansion. Gathering Storm is coming out in February. Same time Rise and Fall came out this year. Yeah. Uh, it's $40, the, the, so it's the, $10 the, more expensive. The, um, the hex-based, turn-based system is dead to me. I, or should be dead. It, it, I mean, you look at Stellaris in some of these games, <laughs> it makes so much more sense to be like, okay, I'm going to stop time for a while, make a bunch of decisions, and then I'm going to run the clock and, and we'll see things happen in real time. And what's funny is each turn in Civilization takes so long, I go through hundreds of years in Stellaris and have, you know, a hundred uh, fighter, you know... <laughs> space fighters against their hundred space fighters no no problem so i don't know why civilization needs to suck up so many resources i personally think it's it's ridiculous tell me i'm being ridiculous i well there's a reason why civ is the only one of its genres still popular so i don't think you're wrong i don't think you're right either i think i i think when i think when a civ a serious survival and Stellaris is the closest one to it at this point in time really starts to like get steam going Mm -hmm. and really starts to chug along and establish itself. I think Civ will have a problem on its hand where either a, if it's a triple a developer, let's say, let's just take EA out of the hat for no reason because EA, let's say, let's say EA turns command and conquer into a civilization clone. Out of nowhere, right? <laughs> Why do you keep bringing up Command and Conquer? It's never coming back and being good again. It, I'm not, I'm, I'm, I'm it's not, not happening. happening. I know it's not happening. Just let me finish. <laughs> um, 
and EA well, I model don't, is I don't want better. You, I don't want you to shame your reputation. I mean, I'm I'm, I'm here for what? you to I not... I don't like Command & Conquer. I've never played Command & Conquer in my life. I don't care. Exactly. So don't talk about it because it mostly sucked after the first couple of months. So just, All right. I won't talk about me. Diablo then. No problem. Trust me. About, I won't just, talk about Diablo I'm, no, no I'm just trying to help you. I'm trying to help you. By the way, Atlas with a negative 17% on yep. uh, Steam right now. Yep. Yep. <laughs> I tell, I'm telling you, I'm telling you, like it's not good right now. Stay like, like take a twenty foot stick, come back in uh, about a year and a half and see how Atlas is doing. Yep. Um. Anyway. Yep. A- anyway. Yeah. I, I, the like, thing I, still is, like, I still like Sub Six. I still like it. No, I li- I I really like it. I I like expanding your city. <laughs> geographically is so obvious i don't know why it took this long it's you know to have to feel responsibility and connection to the land around you is a huge is a huge thing it, 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 it expands the early game because beforehand early game was just hey build a spearman so the barbarians don't ransack your city now it's Holy yeah. shit, I built a shrine early game and the barbarians are going to destroy my shrine and I won't get any faith bonuses until I repair it. I and have I, to it's, admit... It's 17 yeah. until I build a settler. Yeah. Like, that is, like, serious consequences. That, it like, it changes so many things. Uh-huh. Like... Um, so, there's only two times I ever really respected Microsoft before uh, in, the, in a while. Um... One is Windows 10. I think Windows 10 is finally the stable and fast-running operating system they need. You know, I mean... Not, not recently, unfortunately. It's October update, which took well, a month I and can't, a half. I can't back, speak to but, all that, but I can speak to the fact that from 2015 to 2018... The Twitch community with PC games had like a 99.9% batting average of no major fuck ups. Um, so, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm giving credit to where, uh, where where credit is due. But the other one is Age of Empires. Age of Empires is brilliant. The Age of Empires games are so great. And it's it's one of those Microsoft, you know, hit gold and then immediately made the wrong assumptions, decisions, and reflections. I want to I want to pose an interesting question to you. Yeah. Now that the Xbox One and supposedly all future Xbox consoles has keyboard and mouse support, full. Do you think they revive? Do you think they revive uh, Age of Empires? With keyboard and mouse support and put out an official Xbox. I don't think keyboard, keyboard and mouse. mouse support matters. Like I look now that, but if you could fully play Age of Empires and other strategy games on the Xbox One yeah. with an official keyboard and mouse, regardless of what keyboard and mouse you have, for games, do you, do you, it's do, great. Would you yeah. if you had an Xbox, would you then buy it for Xbox? That's my question. I don't know and if do, I do, would. Do you think other people would too? I don't know if I would. I don't know if I would. But it's a gaming thing. It's not like you're going to start writing your uh, history papers on your, you know, 90-inch plasma, you know, television (laughs) or or whatever. Um, 
In fact, my 24-inch LCD is phenomenal for gaming. It doesn't look great with, you know, text blown up or whatever. I end up my 13-inch laptop doing most of my writing much more focused anyways so my point is we do need more peripherals i just don't know if bringing the mouse and keyboard to the console is the solution that's that's all i'm saying it's just just an interesting thought you know what i mean it's like Mm -hmm. rts is that category that is really struggles because like what halo wars was the best one because it felt good on a controller and that's it but if you have keyboard and mouse, just an interesting thought. Halo was interesting in a sensation because it offered an experience you couldn't get anywhere else. Halo as an actual world building, character building, story building, you know, like truly interesting scenario is a joke compared to the Mass Effect series. And I'm not saying the Mass Effect series is way better than the Halo series, but the world building and character stuff is way, way, way better. Halo is pure nostalgia, just like Star Wars, just like the Terminator movies, just like all these movies and the games, and that's why they do the 16-bit you know, bit thing with Octopath Man, which, look, I don't disagree with, honestly. You know, I love that stuff from my, my my ds experiences um so you know i'm i'm not gonna argue with that like what 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 whatsoever um uh <laughs> i'm gonna agree to disagree on the halo thing but so be it how much halo have you played more than you tell roughly how much halo I've have played, you played i've played three four and reach how many hours of Hello have you played? I want to say the upwards of 50 plus. Okay, cool. And I've played multiplayer. I Then that includes multiplayer time. Okay, fine. I'm Cause sure... Because multi, the, multi, the multiplayer yeah. for like, like classics like Halo 2 and Halo 3 ODST, people really dig into and love. Mm-hmm. So... Maybe maybe that's maybe that's nostalgic glasses, but that's also what people like. So well, this is what I want to ask you because that's not what I like, but it is what you like, and it is what a lot of uh, people like. I mean, you know, that's the whole discussion here. My point is, it you know, we've got to have room for transcendent single player experiences like The Last of Us and Uncharted. Uh, and all this other stuff. We've been having this discussion since the beginning, man, but I keep saying it. Like, I don't know why they can't both be priorities, you know? Or, but get also things like Civ 6, which as a single player is amazing, and multiplayer, I get, you know, I guess is good. Um, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I hear you. Um, and so, uh, uh, yeah, I don't know. I tried to play God of War, man. I tried so hard. God of War, game of the year. It's it's annoying. It's it's so annoying. It's should, so should we talk, about, should we talk be... about game of the year to wrap this up, or should we? I, well, yeah, we'll we'll do it. But I just have to say, 
that Aloy is a more likable, a more interesting, uh, you know, more on her, you know, her side, uh, funnier, wittier, more interesting, and you're not get tied it, down didn't. by like a, a boy with a thickness with your dead wife. You know, from the beginning, you're talking about how, like, you know, f- four hours of intro to, you know, to Horizon Zero Dawn. So bad. God of War is just all intro. It's just intro, 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 intro. Uh, the entire thing. So, I, yeah, I mean, so I guess for the same reasons you complain about that, I complain about, uh, about that. I'll, I will try God of War again soon. Um, but, I, I mean, I played way more Dragon Age Inquisition <laughs> just for the the lore and the magic and stuff. But it's, uh, yeah, it, it, I mean, let's be honest. We did not play a lot of games from what was going on this year, if any. Like, do we have a one? Um, well, you, you had Black Ops 4. I have Black Ops 4, I have Destiny. Um, well, this, I have no, I'm not kind of, no, Destiny's been around for years. That doesn't count. That does not count. Okay. I have Black Ops, Octopath, Smash, Pokemon, yeah, you, Smash. Yeah, yeah, but Smash Sea of Thieves. Whatever. I don't care. Nah, Sea of Thieves. <sighs> yeah, it was a spring release. Yeah. And it wasn't a late it wasn't an early spring release. It was a late spring release. So well, I'm Witcher 3, Horizon, Dragon Age Inquisition, Rise of the Tomb Raider, Pillars of Eternity, Civilization 5 and 6, Divinity Original Sin, Stellaris, and Failure in God of War. What we both agreed on was that this was not a good year for Steam for various reasons. Look, but maybe, 2017, maybe there wasn't any games to come out. 2017 was the best year for gaming since 20 somewhere between 2012 and 2014 i think right can we agree there i'd say 2014 yeah 2014 to 2016 was a pretty bad time yeah 2015 had some ups 2016 had a few very like two ups and then everything else was bad mm-hmm. yeah so we know the PS5 is not debuting or it's being talked about at E3, at least in 2019. Maybe it will be. Uh, not 2019 because there's no Sony press conference at E3 this, uh, 2019. Right, because they're not announcing yeah. it. Because they shouldn't. Because I said no, that and, and no I predicted that as well, man, and I'm they, right they, about that. They, they also canceled their PlayStation their their own their own conference. They canceled the PlayStation Experience for 2019 as well. Look, so they're, they're there's terrible no big at public relations. The thing is about Sony, man, that, that I don't know if you realize. I, not you. I, I meant I, the thing. I, I think people might not realize is that Sony is aware that they're bad at PR and, and they know that they're going to have to do cleanup work and you know and saving their asses with terrible pr i'm not justifying it whatsoever but i i I truly believe that sony knows that they have terrible pr thoughts yeah Eh, i i i don't i don't think sony's very good at capturing the american audience i think they just have better games than microsoft this year 
or not this year, this console generation. And for the, the whole, whole generation, generation. the whole generation. Yeah. I didn't mean year. I meant generation. Um, yeah. It's, it's just the reality of it is that Sony won this, the, the generation they did. They won it early. They won it early. They won it early when there was no competition to win it early. If Xbox had won, released with any amount of games, it would have been a totally different story. Why do you root for Xbox over PlayStation? I don't. I, okay. don't. I, I, I Sony owns seventy percent of the market. It should be nowhere. It should be sixty forty. Yeah. The 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 bet the better the better console should have sixty percent ownage, and the other console should have forty percent. No, it's it not. Should. It's only better because the technical specs are better, but nothing else is better. When when the Sony when the, when the PS4 came out, the PS4 had better specs, was cheaper, and had more games, and that was the games wasn't even like a big deal because it was like three they games still ran versus great. one. Honestly, it was I, three games versus one. I, dude, so, there, there were professional reviewers, including maybe Schreier, but people of Schreier's caliber who played games like Spider Man on normal PlayStations publicly and said it was fine. They said it was fine. Yep. So, I, you know, why, why should I care about the Xbox One when they got no games? They got no fucking games. That's the point, is that, like, like if, if Microsoft had three or four games when the Xbox One had released, they would have mm-hmm. absolutely been, it would have been a different story from the beginning. It would have been a different story, and if if uh, if if the other guy hadn't been fired and Paul Spencer hadn't come in, Xbox would not be in a position today to hopefully have things like the Game Pass, like the Xbox One X, like the potential of four new registered yep four All new right. registered consoles that they're going to put out next year and twenty twenty. Mm-hmm. So all right let's let's get let's well we still have two minutes and not a whole lot more let's get into the two or three main awarded video games by the way they're both you know pretty sprawling open world or semi-open world single player rpg action games wow i'm I'm super happy about a shocker what a shocker (laughs) after all these years the action rpg genre is doing well and dragon age inquisition still won its year when that was bad uh it's anyway. not bad, it's just lacking personality. But anyways, the point being Yeah. I always say uh, I mean the best open world RPG is going to win ev- or the perceived best is going to win every year. Yeah. For the most part. For the most yeah. part. It's yeah. it, it, it's because there's half there, there there's half judge and half yeah. uh public voting. And because of that the, the the perceived the perceived is going to get a ton of support yep. from the judges yep. or from, from the public and rather than the judges just choosing which mm-hmm. I'd rather have it that way because I wouldn't just want a bunch of mm-hmm. people who are just industry people that I don't even know the names of to just vote and be like yeah this is how this is gonna go yep well um all right dude well, time for final thoughts so Witcher three verse Horizon. Okay, so Witcher 3 has definitely better all major supporting cast and characters 
the you know the sexy but brilliant enchantresses and sorceresses and Siri obviously his adoptive daughter with the crazy powers and, and all the side actors are amazing. You cannot compare it to, to Horizon Zero Dawn. You're yeah. rushing through those conversations, but the central narrative. The final battle of the Witcher, uh, main Witcher campaign, where you're defending a keep in a castle, which is every single fantasy open world game ending is the exact thing, but they do do it very well, and it, it's very fun and uh, challenging combat against major bosses. Um, but the essential story to Horizon Zero Dawn is still better, even if it takes from a lot of things that we've drawn from before. The thinking you're in the future, in the past, past in the future, um, but the way they execute it with the lead character and, and her connection to the main story is very similar to like Jessica Jones season one, where it's so tied up and her origin story and her history and the particular villain and whatever. Um, and uh, so, but the main reason I'm I, I'm going to give the slight nod to Horizon for me is just because I'm cool running around Horizon just like hunting animals and trying different things and shit and fucking around. Like The Witcher is not that kind of game. Like it is clunky. No, it's not. No, it, it's it, not. It, it's not. You know, like its world is so beautiful, but you're never doing anything in that world necessarily besides no. going around looking at side quests and stuff like right. that. Right. In, in, in Horizon, there's with all the armor and the modification, you know, you get some stealth armor yeah. and you just walk around and you see some crazy shit happening. Yeah. Um, and you, 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 need, you need not look at any other game but No Man's Sky at launch to know. Big does not mean good necessarily. It needs to have content and stuff filled within it for it to be good, as No Man's Sky next shows us. Right, but but what Horizon? That, that's true for any game. That's, that's true, true for any game. But what I but but what I but look, there's there's two main fights and there's three main fights in The Witcher. Okay, I mm-hmm. go into a hive of undead bad guys, and they're like level nine, and I murder all of them in five seconds. That's one. Two is I go into a hive of level 34 goblins, and it's a much more complicated fight. But probably still come out on top, uh, you know, maybe with, 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 a, <laughs> with a reload or two. But then you fight giant bosses, you know, which takes, which takes a while, which is fine. That's, you know, that's boss, that's boss fights. Horizon, you are constantly fighting things much bigger than you that you directly interact with. You can climb on them. You can actually climb on uh, medium-sized monsters to jump on bigger monsters in the game. It, it It's crazy, but this is totally just a personal... I, I love walking around the world. If you... And I, like I said, I'm reading stuff about The Witcher. I love The Witcher. Uh, but, but, but the way the world is set up with just a lot of, you know, goblins' nests and so forth isn't that interesting. It's more Assassin's Creed-y, actually, man, uh, than anything else. Yep. Yep. 
Have you? Yeah, done, it, 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 yeah. These are all. These are all like like and these are all pros and cons and ups and downs of these different open world games and what makes them interesting. Yep. As well, mm-hmm. it's why Legend of Zelda. If Zelda didn't have, if you weren't, if the physics of this Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild world weren't exactly as they were, mm-hmm. it would have made it would have made Zelda the exact same thing that Skyrim and Witcher does, which is makes it a big world, but doesn't necessarily fill that world with things to do versus the physics of the Zelda world allow you to do a whole bunch of crazy stuff. And thus Mm. the world is both iconic looking, looks good and allows you to interact with it. Yeah. I I mean, I I will never be convinced that uh, Breath of the Wild should easily have won that particular award, but I also definitely cannot argue against it. I mean, I I love Horizon, and I really, really, really like Borderlands Loved Witcher. Zelda's competition was Mario Odyssey, so, you know, yeah. (laughs) You can't really... uh, you're trying to fight against yourself, so it didn't really matter who won that one. Well, you're not—you're never concerned with the with monopoly issues with Nintendo. It's only everybody else. Big when Nintendo brother. has two, well, <laughs> that, that was the thing too. That was the thing. It was two Nintendo uh-huh. games in 2017, and it was uh-huh. two mainstream games for the console market this year. Right? Mm-hmm. It was Red Dead, or it was. Or it was God of War. Spider-Man was in there, but it was not going to win. What did God of War do to deserve any recognition, in your opinion? And what did Red Dead Redemption do to deserve any recognition, in your opinion, sir? Both games were highly anticipated. Red Dead much more so. Um, because in Red Dead, you're living, you're living in the open world cowboy fantasy. People like that, that's fine. I, I, I'd, pro- I'd probably be down with that if I bought the game and played it. Um, it's a massive open world with things to do, places to explore. That's good. Plus, God of War, the uh, God of War was an RPG semi-open world that had a lot to, uh, was was a experience first and foremost, and a game second. And Bullshit. that's why God of War won. That's why God of War won. That's why God of War won. I watched at least six hours of Jesse Cox playing God of and War. I, and it and is if, not if the games that back to back. interesting, my friend, as a story. To you. To you. But a lot of... I, well, I, I know, I, 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 I don't, don't like to see streamers. stories through women. Or so, you know, we need, you know, we need troubled men that we can get behind with our stories. It's you pathetic. Mean, it, well, well, the story wasn't about uh, what's his fame, what's his name. Um, the story wasn't about him being troubled necessarily. It was a, it was more of a story about a dad having trouble with trying to be a dad. And oh yeah, stuff. no, that was part was thing. great. Uh, that part was awesome. That was the story. Yeah. No, 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 no. <laughs> that was that was the story. But in terms of the gameplay, it was like a. You know, it was a constant, um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? It was a constant, uh, you know, like a drag for you or was it like you're guarding your kid, your kid's never going to die, but you still feel like you're guarding your kid constantly. And you know, 
there, there's just something freeing about being Aloy and being Zelda. I mean, being Link, you know? Like, just, you're on your own. Boom. <laughs> Running around think, doing and, but, stuff. But that, that's why I say it was an experience, because you are being literally thrown into the shoes of a dad who has trouble being a dad, and you're trying to teach a son on this journey it is to interesting but there's a lot of bloody down. neck ripping and arms tearing you well that's know? got a war but that's got a war well I, so. I know but we have to but people people need to accept that uh, these things are coexisting you know in the same in the same thing i don't know at, at, at the end of the day at the end of the day if you told me if you told me to pick a game which game was better crafted is a more enjoyable experience I would pick God of War. I haven't played either game, but from what I've seen, and from what, and from what, from what I've seen, he has no credibility. Don't you haven't played either game either? So what are you talking about? I have played God of War. How many hours? I don't know, five, six. Okay. But I just, I, I, no, but the, you know, again, like with Bethesda, with the bugs, God of War is hard, or I just don't understand the controls. That's the thing, you know, again, with with The Witcher, even though uh, it's a little janky and it's not nearly as responsive as games like Horizon or even uh, Last of Us, but I... I, 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 you know, I quickly fell into my comfort zone in, in The Witcher. That's probably why I'm playing Assassin's Creed and I'm playing those games, you know? Like, I can at least understand it, but I'm excited for Civ 6, dude. We're going to do it. I'm super excited, too. Can't wait. I can't wait for this Gathering Storm expansion, too, that comes out in February. I'm not going to pay $40 for it, but. No. I'm, no. I'm I'm excited I'm excited about the things that are changing in it. The the features look pretty nice. Oh, uh, one more topic from your end of a cultural phenomenon that I neither understand nor care about. Uh, Pokemon. So Pokemon was interesting this year. So, uh, you you've played you've played uh, open world random encounter. RPGs before, right? Of some variety. Where, all, like, you walk, I mean, all you, the, you walk, the you walk Final around Fantasy and, and then a random quest. Right, that's all what I'm saying. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. So, Pokemon is just like that, or traditional Pokemon is like that at least, where you walk around it, you walk around in tall grass, and then the the RNG will pop out through the calculator and give you X Pokemon that could appear there. Or if you're walking around in a cave and you just walk around, and every tile is a random, random jump in spot. So every uh, every time you, every every time you walk around, you a random Pokemon will appear. What they did with this Pokemon was they said, "Okay, let's change that. Let's change it to they still randomly appear through the random number generator, but instead you're going to see the Pokemon in the overworld, and you're going to be able to dictate whether you walk into the Pokemon and start the battle or you don't." And they added motion controls to the catching process. Uh, and they, 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 and you no, you no longer battle wild Pokemon, which was a huge stable for a long time. And everyone thought they're changing so much of this game. And they, they basically Pokemon go fight it where you'd like throw the Pokeball at the Pokemon. That, that, that's what they did. Mm-hmm. Everyone thought 
they, they changed so much about this, and I just don't. Like, it's not the Pokemon that I want. It's not the Pokemon that I love. And every, for a lot of people who bought it, a lot of people who streamed it, if you bought and played the game, it is by no means a traditional Pokemon game. It's not. But there's a different feeling about playing the game this way. It, when I played the game, I felt way more engaged in wild battles than I ever have been while playing Pokemon. Because when you enter a wild battle with Pokemon, if you don't want to catch the Pokemon, you just run away and the battle's over. That's it. It's a waste of 30 seconds of your time every time you run into a wild Pokemon. And in caves and other areas, this is like a deadly process where you waste so much of your, you spend years in a cave and one part of the story just doing this over and over and over and over again. But this, that cuts out this process where it's not this artificial difficulty or artificial stretching of time. It's this, like, this is the experience because I can go catch the Pokemon I want and then still get through the cave without any bullshit. Uh, I like this process. I do not want this in my traditional Pokemon game. I don't. I don't want it. And I'm super excited for the new Pokemon RPG coming out this 2019. But... I would not mind seeing this style of Pokemon game again. I thought it was really engaging and really interesting. Um, and I think if you're a Pokemon fan, if you can give it a shot, I would. Uh, if you're not, if, if you're like, this is not my jam, this is not Pokemon, this is not how I like it, mm. that's cool, dude. Don't don't go for it. That's fine. Mm-hmm. I got you. It's totally understandable. Uh, but... I was surprised because they didn't take out as much RPG as I thought they would. And they, and it, it, it's still very much a Pokemon game, Heart and Soul, just not the same as it always been. So I was expecting it to be extremely underwhelming, and I was surprised because it was extremely engaging and fun. Hmm. So it went from like a 6 out of 10 to a 8 out of 10 hmm. for me. Uh, can I give you just a quick response to that? Sure, God. That was one of the most like eloquent and cogent reviews you've ever given in your life to a game, uh, which is amazing. And congratulations! I give terrible. I give terrible on the spot reviews. I'm much better at writing them. No, you you nailed that. But I didn't care about two seconds of any of it because I, I know you give, didn't. You don't give a shit about Pokemon. Shit about Pokemon. <laughs> I was at but, I was at but, I was at the grocery store yesterday. and bought Pillsbury uh, Pokemon cookies. Uh, but but I was with you the whole time because of how great the review was. Um. So uh. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay, man. Um. Any new stories to add? Uh. Video games in 2018. Again, it's so predictable. God of War. Red Dead Redemption, the manliest men, right? I mean, it's always the men who are the manliest of the manliest. Uh, you know, uh, it's nothing's changing in America. We're going to see the first disc- discless console, whether revealed or released to the public, next year. Who cares? It's it's the end of hardware. I download all my end. games. I don't I buy anything but, on, but, on but disc. But for people like me who likes hardware collection, it's the end of a medium. It is. You're you're so behind the times. I was collending CDs. And? I was collecting CDs in the nineties. 
And that was already behind the times on the vinyl from the 60s, 70s, and 80s. So. It's, the end, it's the end of thumb ch- chips. It's over. That? Yeah, it's over. It's hard, over. Hard, hard, hard game media is coming to an end, and I'm sad to say it, but it is. Look, when Keanu Reeves' as Neo looks anywhere when he's in the Matrix, all he sees is code dropping everywhere. That's exactly what's going on. It's just c- new code dropping everywhere. Don't get me wrong. Don't get me wrong. I'm not criticizing that. What I'm saying is, is like, just just the reality it is is now is that, like, consoles are finally expanding, and I hope, I really, really hope that this next console from both from all sides of the aisle doesn't know is is is. I think Sony's in trouble. I hope it takes the next step, and I, I, I do too. I think both consoles have to take the next step to become more like PCs. I think Sony's in trouble because Microsoft can just uh, uh, turtle back up into itself and build off the PC. They just have to release Halo for the next generation. They're fine. (laughs) Yeah, I think it's more complicated than that, to be honest with you. No, no, no. I know that's a prevailing theory, but I, I don't think Halo's as important... With Microsoft's success or failure, as people do. Microsoft, like Nintendo, took started making steps to to begin the next console generation Mm -hmm. in the previous generation. Mm -hmm. Nintendo did it with the Wii U. That's why that fun fact. That's why the Wii U had the tablet as a controller because they wanted to make the Switch, but the technology wasn't there yet. So they made the tablet with the Wii U as a temp device, as an intermediate device console to sell something still make money during that time period but not um but but not uh but still prepare for the switch and when the hardware is ready nintendo's done the same not nintendo microsoft's doing the same thing the game pass is a ridiculously good product sure i I don't think it's gonna sell ten dollars not gonna sell it's Over 50 not, games. I, people are sick of giving out their credit card numbers for $10 yeah. here, $10 there. I just don't see it. We'll see. People would what, rather go to the store but, and just drop but, the but dollars that, on owning the system. That's what's interesting about the Game Pass because no subscription service. There's no subscription like this where they but put dude, your main... My, my .75 inch be- Mac is more powerful than any of these console systems my yes. mac is way more powerful than these console yes. systems i am going to spend ten dollars play through halo infinite and then cancel my subscription no, and no, not, no, but not no, spend no. the other fifty dollars okay that's okay. that's where this is huge okay that's huge but but can can we at least agree that it's a problem that my MacBook Pro, which is so thin you can barely see it, it pumps out way more power than, than these consoles, which are not starting to seem so cheap anymore. And, and that that's and you the can issue. get a that's, gaming that's computer for five ninety nine or six ninety nine. Who cares? That that's the issue with some of these consoles yeah. is that they're still running spinning discs. Mm-hmm. There is nothing in the past ten years that you can upgrade in a computer like you can upgrade from a hard drive to an SSD. Mm-hmm. There's nothing like it. Mm-hmm. These new consoles need to have at least some form of a solid state drive in them. Okay. That's the first step. 
my my PlayStation has a solid state drive, so you're welcome, America. Um, because you bought it and installed it on your own, it needs to come with one. No, yeah, <laughs> yes, I bought it and installed it on my own, and it's fantastic. Not everybody's comfortable with that. Well, they can go suck. They can go suck. Well, I I would agree, but again, not everybody's comfortable with that. Okay. They 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 need to put solid states, and they need to install better CPU architecture in their consoles. Because no, I think consoles are dead. I think Sony's already making the next big de- uh, deal, and the fact that I, they can pull off a movie like the Spider Verse movie, which is so acclaimed, I oh, people love Sony it. must have something going on right now. I don't know what it is, but they have something going on. I think, I think the next consoles need to have two things: 1080 60 frames and an SSD. And when you have both of those things, you will have... The, You're a computer be, gamer. What do you even no, care? There will be no reason with the exception of 4K, perfect 4K 60 gaming, to have a PC. Yeah. Yeah, I suppose you <clears throat> Excuse me. I suppose you're... I suppose with the, with you are correct. With the exception of, like, super high-end graphics, because, like, Witcher 3 obviously looks as a much better... Be- much more beautiful experience to me than it did for you. Um, mm-hmm. Just because I was playing on PC and I had the hardware to run Well, and look, dude, the thing you have to realize is, again, this is old man Brenner speaking. You're much younger than me, but, like, when you do get older, you still love these games like Witcher 3 and Dragon Age, but oh, yeah. things like playing actual Dungeons and Dragons with other people also becomes appealing. Uh, after experiencing all these things, you know, I mean, you can play so many games with so many statistics and so many magical weapons and blah, 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 you know, but it's all Dungeons and Dragons, essentially. I mean, it's, it's all Tolkien. Well, the, the mythology is from Tolkien, but the numbers are all uh, Wizards of the Coast, Dungeons and Dragons, 1970. Like, they, ca- yeah. they came up with that shit, and oh, yeah. everyone uses it, including most of the Japanese. So, <clears throat> so yeah, it's just interesting. Yep. Okay. All right, buddy. Any final thoughts here before we sign out on what uh, clearly with our bizarre uh, swings in discussion proves how weird and inconsistent and, and not great 2018 was? I hope 2019 is better than 2018 because I'm afraid that no one is going to come out with games until 2020 when both when the next co- when yeah, generation with PlayStation eight or nine comes out not looking good <laughs> it, 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 it really looks like PlayStation's just not gonna care I mean they haven't even fully wrapped on Blast of Us Part Two like I cannot believe it yeah I, if, if it's only Last of, imagine if yeah. it's only Last of Us and Death Stranding next yeah. year. It's only those okay. two games. Okay, well, this is the final question. Then we're going to close up. What is the main game that you are uh, excited for? It, it Let's say it doesn't uh, have to be official next year, but, like, you hope it could be next year or it might be next year. You know what I mean? Like, in, in the, the uh, principality, if you will. Uh, I hope we get... And uh, it could Doom just two. be an upgrade to Destiny, by Doom the way. Doom 2. Oh, the next day is the expansion, but there, I have I have three more expansions to get through before that happens. Uh, Doom 2. Doom 2. Mm. 
Doom 2. I'm super excited. Um, I am looking at the big list here. Team Sonic Racing is very... Uh, Fire oh, Emblem I, I Three Houses. Fire Emblem Three Houses. Three that houses might be the one. Three houses. Fire Emblem. That's another one that I played. Um, three Houses. Um, if Cyberpunk comes out next year, who uh-huh. knows? And um, oh, I just forgot it. It was something. Um, oh, can I tell you something? Go ahead. Um, because uh, I went back one more time, not to play the whole thing, but just to compare it. Because I'm still working on some of the other Fire Emblem games, but I went back to Awakening and uh, played, uh, you know, a dozen or two hours. Yeah, and it's actually way less strategic than the other games. I mean, mm-hmm. it's not even close. You can overlevel so easily in Awakening and just wreck everybody with magic and bows and arrows. So the other games are, are, are actually more interesting. Grandmaster um, Tactician paired with Chrome. Just just run all over the map. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Chrome. I still call him Chrome. Chrome is Chrome. a weird name. That's a weird name. Robson Smash. Yeah, but there's no major. By the way, yeah. by the way, there's a leak. Mm-hmm. Supposedly, the Dragon Quest Eleven main character will be in Smash. Oh, good because that game did so great. <laughs> I don't know. And <laughs> I don't know. Dragon I, Quest is in Smash. That's all that everybody cares about. Wolfenstein. The big announcement was that Shenmue Three, Doom Eternal. Uh, Tropico Six Cuphead. Yeah, dude. Cuphead DLC. That's good. It, it's fine, but now it's already derivative of itself. So yeah. you know, I mean, that's that's well, just, it's, a, it's a Microsoft IP, so I'll yeah, take it. That's just how it works. That's how it works. Um, so wait, I'm trying to. No, I'm not a robot. Why are you, motherfucker? Just let me read the fucking article. Uh, Death Stranding. I'm trying to read Death Stranding and it won't. Yeah. It won't let me. <laughs> it won't let me read the article. Interesting. Um. Anyways. Who knows what Tushi was thinking? <laughs> Uh, I don't. I, I think that game's gonna. I mean, it's like um, Days Gone. I mean, Days Gone on paper. You know, who knows? Maybe Naughty Dog will pull something out of it. Who knows? You th- wait. Oh, you think so? Or not Naughty Dog? Um, whoever makes it. Yeah. I. I it's not. It's a Naughty Dog esque studio. I forget what they're called. Who's the girl? That's what I'm excited for. It looks Ghost like Claire Danes. Who is that girl? She looks Ghost like Tsushima. I'm excited for that. Who oh, is that yeah. fucking girl? She looks just like Claire Danes. Um, but uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, the, again, it's peripherals. It's like you're gonna go 3D. Are you gonna, you know, like how are you gonna immerse yourself? Like they keep coming up with justifications and ideas of how to better immerse us. And let's be honest, none of it works. You want to hear a really funny one that just came out the other day? Yeah, and we'll end on that. Go ahead. 
there's a headphone that came out from Razer, and it has vibration. Which your phone what it was your- until it got waterlogged, uh, unlike iPhones, which that can't. Yeah, it didn't have water resistance, and I was delirious and poured water on it by accident. Yes, yes, I did. Yeah. yeah. No. I just, Anything else? I just want to point out that the iPhone is not susceptible to such. You mean until I bought it and I knew it didn't have water resistance, and I purposely did that intentionally? Yes. Yeah, anyway. Sure. Sure. Anyway. Good, anyway. good work. So they, good so they work. They're a PC. They're a PC peripheral company. They don't make phones. Whatever. So the headphones have vibration <laughs> yeah. motors in them. Yes. And it it's supposed to enhance um, sensitivity for surround sound, so that it, in in an FPS game, you it, it'll vibrate on which side of the headphone in which direction, so you know your senses pick up on that, and then you pick up on where to turn around. Mm. It's interesting. It's mm. awful for anything besides FPS, mm-hmm. but it's re- it's an interesting function. I doubt anybody else is going to use it, but well, the it's an interesting idea. Interesting idea. Only thing I can add to that is I know the ladies do like enhanced sensitivity. Oh yeah, so. absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> I mean, it's it's a pretty strong motor in those cuffs, so. It's just a thinner condom. It's amazing. They're like, oh, we're going to give you a thinner condom and say enhanced sensitivity. It's like, are you kidding me? Like, how is this legal? This is ridiculous. Okay, yeah. sorry. That's another soapbox. No, no, no. That's funny. All right. So, because you, 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 you rode with me with that last reference. So, I know that you can understand where I'm coming from. Uh, thank you, buddy. This was yeah. great. Um, I, we do have to hope for better games. The thing is, computer games continue to be good as long as you're willing to switch to games like Civ or StarCraft or Warcraft or whatever some years. You know what I mean? Um, And so, as long as the computer games continue to be good, and they mostly have continued to be good since I was a kid on the computer, whether they're conversions or originals, right? Um, So, I mean, you're going to want to play Doom on the computer, I assume. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No question. We gotta do. We gotta do that. To... We gotta do the live Bizzlecast Doom commentary while yeah. I'm playing and screaming yeah. like a. I can. Like, I can make you an espresso because I got an espresso maker. <laughs> Great. Awesome. <laughs> awesome. All right, Ethan. Uh, well, uh, as of this recording, it's not New Year's, yet, but when it comes out, it, w- it will be after New Year. So happy New Year! Merry New Year to you and to you and yours, your family, your friends, the whole thing. Thank you for being involved. And to yours, sir. And to yours. And this has been wonderful. And uh, hopefully, hopefully, by the time we come back, we don't take a month and a half, and Austin has his power back, so we can get him on. Well, my goal is to have more full snarky podcast ripping Bethesda than Jason uh, uh, Schreier could ever conceive of in his life. I mean, that's that's the dream is to just yeah. keep ripping Bethesda every month or so. So we'll have to keep yeah. monitoring. Hey, listen, listen, listen. If they make another game with the creation engine, I will let you rip on it the whole time and I will not say a thing. Well, you didn't really say anything this time, and that. Well, there's nothing. There's nothing to defend there, to uh-huh. be honest. Yeah, yeah. All right, buddy. Um, any final thoughts to the people? Uh, uh. Don't uh, watch out for the rubber market, so that our future generations have rubber duckies to float in the water. Yeah. Word. <laughs> and buy a switch and support Nintendo. Um, okay, guys. Well, thank you for supporting the Bizzlecast, and uh, 
We will keep it coming. I don't know to what extent and, and what loadout in 2019, uh, but uh, you guys will know soon. And thank you so much for the support. This has been uh, Ethan and Jesse talking about, aka The Bizzle, talking about video games. We'll be coming back at you soon. But for the moment, The Bizzlecast happens to be out.